Ah, oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> la, 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 la. Land. Oh, land. <laughs> Split and vanished. It's Chris Split. Taylor. Chris, Split. have you seen La La Land? I, I did. Ah, what did you? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I did not hate it. Um, We're recording, but I was underwhelmed. Whoa. I just I something okay. It. the The best way to describe it, did y'all see Assassin's Creed? No, no. Okay, well, Assassin's Creed. There's nothing on the surface really wrong with the movie. Okay. It just doesn't mesh with a lot of people. I enjoyed Assassin's Creed, but a lot of people I understand why they didn't like it because just something about it doesn't mesh. Something about La La Land just did not mesh with me. <laughs> where it it never it never like connected you know hmm. like i was kind of like okay it's ryan gosling and emma stone and i like ryan gosling and emma stone and that man it was it just felt kind of meh which was like awkward hmm. i mean it, it felt like it wanted to be a throwback but modern but it didn't want to commit to either one it almost well, felt like at times it almost felt like rob a... marshall was directing a musical because well, marshall... oh, well there's a clear oh, delineation oh. between like all of the crazy you know fairy tale stuff which ends with the planetarium and then it just goes straight and normal but, yes so, and i but, think it's like the perfect blend of modern i, will, and, and I don't because if i they think wanted it to... like blended it better than any way you could blend the two but they of them. they never they never wanted to commit to one or the other like like, they weren't for, supposed for instance, to commit. It was supposed to be a blend. Well, for for instance, you 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 want to have your characters go see Rebel without a cause, mm. and you're going to have them have a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Now, they could have done two things differently in that that I think would have been more original than just have the film break because film breaks always happen in movies. Yeah. One, they could have had the digital file corrupt, <laughs> and the because file because I, I'm telling you, if if they used a film print in that theater. But then whoever you... that projection is in 2016, or well, not 2017, 2016, that projectionist lost their job that night. Well, the Rialto. To, it's the Rialto, to, yeah. which is an old-fashioned theater. Mm-hmm. And that projectionist lost their job <laughs> because to use a film print like of a movie that old and to yeah. have it burn, they lost their job. Yeah, there, there's no around that. But but also, well, maybe everything's you did. Been, we just didn't see that yeah, part. They probably did. But they were laughing about it. <laughs> the but projection? the other thing is because film breaks happen so often in movies, and I was watching the moment they were using from Rebel Without a Cause, and I remember that part in the movie too. Which is actually going to be at Cinemark's. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but shortly after what they're showing, uh, there's a really funny James Dean bit where some of the kids in his class are uh, start imitating. They start talking like the the announcers talking about cancer. And they're, like, showing the crab, like, cancer, the, the constellation. Oh. And so his, some of the other students start going, oh, look, I'm a crab, I'm a crab. They start making crab, like, gestures with their hands. And they short show Taurus. And James Dean decides to chime in, too. And he lets out the most bizarre but accurate-sounding moo ever. Like, just this... <laughs> and they all, like, turn and look at him and, like, what the hell are you doing? Because, you know, he's kind of having fun by himself. And they're like, why? And I think it would have been much better... Rebel. If they would have, since they were already in that moment in the movie, is whenever Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone were about to kiss, they just hear that. And they're just like, what What was that? And that kind of breaks the moment for them instead of the, the film breaking. Because that would have been original, and it would have tied into the movie. And... But know, just... here's the thing. It would have been too far away, I think, because she has an idea moments after they show them driving up in Rebel Without a, a Cause, driving up to the hill, and the very next shot in the modern day is driving up the hill. If they had gone, extended it that long, I'm not sure everybody would have gotten the point of her, them driving Oh, no, they the could have just had it take place a couple seconds later. Like, <laughs> use that sound clip, you know, and that's it. Well, it's me- the same scene. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's entirely in the fairy tale version of of the of of the world in that uh, until that moment. But so I mean, it, it 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 fits. I mean, then if if they were doing a digital version, you wouldn't have the you know the shot of her lit by the. That's true. No, you it still is have cold the light. You still have the light like that. It's like it still segments. it still projects like that oh. with the digital projector. It's just instead of like film burning, you would just see basically it would jitter and go away, which would have been even funnier because the audience would have taken a second to be like, "What just happened?" <laughs> Bang, <laughs> film, windows. film burning. You know what happens? Like, oh, the the, the real burn. Yeah. You, you see that? You're like, wait. What were we just watching? What? How did? Huh? <laughs> and that would have like solidified that this. You know. By the way, this is 2016. I don't. I don't know. Just something altogether about it. Just never clicked with me. It made me want to watch other musicals instead. Hmm. Like it made me. It made me really want to watch Singing in the Rain because wow. that's one of my favorite movies ever. And and I, I was kind of like it kept on reminding me of better musicals. Which was uh, but you're being reminded of the traditional musicals. This is supposed which is to be funny more considering French musical sing, singing in the rain is <laughs> talking a, over me. Sorry. <laughs> this is supposed to be um, kind of like the French musicals, where it's more melancholy, less less everybody's mugging for the camera like they did in the '60s. In the um, in the American musicals, always a happy ending, um, always upbeat, lots of dance numbers. This was supposed to be more. That was the other thing that bothered me. French. Is that it's supposed to be a musical, and then for about 45, 50 minutes, it stops being a musical. Yeah. And you, so to the point where you kind of forget. Right. You're like, oh, yeah, this is supposed to be a musical. If you're a musical, be a musical. Well, it's not. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's it's not trying to be. I mean, it's, it's its own thing rather than trying to be, like, one of the. Like I said, it's a musical for. You know, until the planetarium, and then it, it, then it goes stops being into a musical, its own. and then has yes. a random song number come in forty-five minutes later. But that's that's awkward because at that point you stop being a musical, and you're a movie with just a musical interlude, like Bill, Billy Madison. Well, I think you're still trying to turn it back into the traditional story. It's supposed to be a new genre. Basically, he wanted well, them. He didn't want them to even have musical voices. Like, if they really wanted to do like the old-fashioned musical, it would have cast Amy Adams, who has a voice that's like. And instead, we or cast Emma, Emma, Sta- Emma Stone, who has more of a coffee shop, husky little voice. And it's more supposed to be like they're talking, and then their inner thoughts take over, and then you hear this soft coffee shop kind of singing, as opposed to totally breaking it and turning into a Broadway number with like the really strong voices and such. The whole idea was that the music was supposed to be more of like how they're feeling about what's going on, and it goes from talking to this soft singing. But it didn't really, it, it just didn't click, though. It didn't, like, work for me, you know? Mm. I don't know. It just, like, I saw all the, like, I don't think it was a bad movie. I don't think anything was wrong with the movie. Like, it was fine. But just something about what it did just didn't work for me. Like, nothing about it. Just, like, especially after the opening number where it tries to be, like, look how, you know, we're all these sunny, hopeful LA people, we're all we all want to be actors. We're all going to be actors. It's another sunny day in LA, and then that's it. That's the only thing like that in the entire movie. So you're like, wait, you're setting up this. Well, I mean, this the, the someone in the crowd, be, hmm? someone in the crowd is also that kind of big the, celebration as well. The way he ends it on a slightly, weirdly enough, more modern note, instead of having the traditional giant production number at the end, he has the giant 
almost psychedelic. Um, what could have been? What could have been Charlie Kaufman adaptation craziness? The movie the that end. La La Land that, would have been if it was one of those musicals. Well, which is kind of, yes, yes, a lot of people have said that. That way you kind oh. of get, oh, if it had been an old fashioned musical, this whole story might have gone like this. Oh, and plot wise, the thing that bothered me most is that, okay, so he, he joins this band, he joins uh, the, mm-hmm. the uh, band. Um, which, you know, he's supposed to feel like, oh, I'm a sellout, blah, blah, blah. Well, okay, see, because uh, a lot of other people said this too. I don't know if the movie speci- – I mean, yes, there's a bit of that, but she asks him point blank about if he enjoys the music because she says no, she does. That's the thing is that so, he acts like he doesn't, but he looks really happy whenever he's on stage playing with them. Right. And then – The only time he's – is like all the photo shoots and stuff, which, I mean, yeah. But I that, thought... that's whenever it bothered me. Like, so I, okay, I, well, he, I don't think the movie – wants us to think that that the music is crap because obviously it's no it's supposed to be produced it's supposed, it's supposed to be, to be yeah, yeah. i but thought oh go ahead. he looked he looked like he wasn't enjoying himself like originally he said that he didn't enjoy himself then she goes to see him play at one of his shows yeah uh and he looks like he actually is enjoying himself good right. for him he's enjoying himself but then they make a point of showing all these girls rushed rush to him pushing oh, yeah. her back that goes nowhere we don't. There's. There's no what? fame going to his head or anything like that. I like that because it just pushed her back with no, but no, but nothing. It didn't amount to anything. Well, and then whenever during the photo shoot, they're like, "Hey, are you still good for seven? And he's like, "Yeah." Wait, what? And they're like, "Well, we have the photo shoot tonight at seven. And he's like, "Oh no, let me stay outside and be sad about this." Perhaps in this time that I'm outside and sad about this because I'm going to miss my girlfriend's show that she's been working on for months that I've been encouraging. Maybe I should call her and tell her instead of just not showing up. Except that happens right after they've had the huge fight, the one huge fight they've had. So he doesn't know if she even wants to hear from him right But she now. still has a reserved seat. So it's, uh, you know, boyfriend duty. You, you, you call. Well, maybe even if he you're piss- did, it's it, so it just pissed off at it. you. No, and that's the thing. They, that that could have been one shot you. they could have inserted that could have fixed that. Just a, a shot of like... I don't know, maybe a closet or something that she has at the studio where you see her phone vibrating and she just doesn't hear it or something like that. So she has a missed call from mm. him. But it in one shot. Going from one, I one that cliche was, to that would another. Be coincidental. I think the reason he didn't call was because they just had that huge fight and he didn't know if she even wanted to hear from him. No, he, I, it, that's just bad boyfriending. <laughs> it's bad boyfriending and it kind of became unforgivable for me where I was like, no, well, <laughs> you're a douche, and, sir. And to go back to the being happy on stage, he kept looking at her. So I kind of thought he was like, see, I'm making money for us or whatever. I thought it was more like he was just delighted that she was there mostly as opposed to I'm so happy to be on stage. Well, I like that it didn't like, you know, when when they actually had an argument, it came out of something organic. It wasn't like manufactured drama. Like it, it definitely came out of... So, I mean, I liked that he, you know, it didn't do the sellout route where he's successful, but now he's he's hollow as a person. Like, I liked that it was more real life that, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, I'm doing this thing that I enjoy some of the time, but not all the time. But that makes the argument kind of weird then that he, like, because then he wouldn't really be having an argument with her about, you know, I don't like being successful and... You know, I don't like being a sellout and everything like that. That's this is I I'm what you wanted me to be. I don't want to be this, and you know. But I mean, I don't know. I I think it was a lot more nuanced as far as uh, yeah their 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 whole argument because I mean a lot of the times in real life you know it isn't just you know scripted out 
yes, you know, one thing is what's causing everything to go. You know, they, they didn't they didn't do the I'm, I'm selling out hollow person. Everyone should hate me now. Cliche. It was a lot more. Yeah, it was a lot more. Also, and the real thing, really way down deep, the whole conversation, really, even though they don't talk about it, is the subtext, I guess, is we don't have time for each other anymore. Mm. You're doing your thing, and why can't you, well, I can't give up my dream to go on the road with you because my show's about to start. I can't give up my dream because I thought you wanted me to save up money to, you know, because the whole reason he took the job was because he overheard the conversation with her and her mom. So really, he should have had a conversation with her right after that. In reality, instead of going to, hey, you know, John Legend. Was it John Legend? John Legend. John Legend. You know, even though we have our differences and I don't like what you're doing with jazz, I'm going to sign up for you. Perhaps he should have gone to his girlfriend and been like, hey, are you happy with us? Are you happy with the way our lives are? Because I happened to overhear this conversation with your mother and it sounded awkward. (laughs) (laughs) So to recap the minute. um, Uh, Yeah, we've just spent 13 minutes on uh... (laughs) The La La Land review that we somehow got ourselves into. Chris, <laughs> go ahead and give us your recap on the on what you feel about the movie. Oh, about La La Land? Just sure. overall, yes. Meh Land. <laughs> Meh Land. Meh Land. Like, I, no, like I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with the movie. Would I rewatch it? Probably. But it's just it just didn't mesh. Something about it, something about its elements didn't line up with me. Barry, would you like to recap Well, do you about the movie? Do you think knowing knowing what it is actually going into it now? Uh, would I be more open to it? Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing. You set up oh. extremely high expectations for it. Oh, wow. Because I'm going to just read back a text real quick <laughs> oh, that Barry. Barry sent me Never after he text. saw I it. I stand by it. I don't you care. Stand by it. I stand and by that, it. This is a matter of opinion, and that's why I point out whatever I did. I love Cloud Atlas. Not many people do. My, my I love Congo. Was... Not many people do. So. Oh, I love Congo. Yeah. But, and I, I like Cloud Atlas a lot, too. I don't want to say I love it because I've only seen it once, but I did really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> Focus, what, fellas. Well, <laughs> uh, it's too far back, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, oh, there it is. Okay, and like I said, whenever I did my little Q and A with questions that people totally asked me, I swear, yeah. um, in the uh, the on the Facebook group. Oh yes, uh, I point out that favorite versus best isn't always the same thing. Ah. Like something that's a favorite doesn't necessarily mean it's good. As I um, say, yeah. But so what, what Barry said to me uh-huh. was, "Remember how you felt during the Macklemore downtown music video?" Yeah. And I said, like, while I was watching it, everything was right and beautiful in the world. Yep. Yeah. And he said, that's every scene in La La Land. Okay, Those well, are not every scene. See, okay, okay so sorry. that's, that's again, mm. the matter of opinion. I know a lot of people see that music video, the Macklemore downtown music video, and are like, what am I watching? <laughs> but, oh, my God, is it beautiful, and I love every moment of it, and it's wonderful. Yeah, but, So it, it really is a matter of, like, opinion. Mm. Like, with the things that... Certain things just mesh with people certain ways, yeah. you know, and something about it just didn't... How else do you explain the popularity of the Transformers movies? <laughs> so, Barry, what is your uh... recap? What is your opinion about La La Land? I love it. I love it. I, I love that it, that it does go... It's kind of two separate movies, almost, and then you get a glimpse of what the movie would have been at the end. I'm trying not to spoil it, unlike last time um uh yeah i i it is it is my favorite movie favorite movie not best because (laughs) judging by metrics here uh it is my favorite movie of the year well i will chime in um to say that i saw it without knowing a whole lot about it i did luck out and i saw it back in october before all the constant commercials on it and all the youtube reviews of it 
And I walked out of there going, I want that on Blu-ray. And then I went, crud, it's October. It's not supposed to come out till December. <laughs> so I go and I see it again, which in our area of the country didn't come out until January. Yeah, at least it came here. Um, this is true. Um, went and saw it again. And um, the things that I liked about it the first time, I liked even more the second time. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but I do feel like during certain moments when it's lighthearted, I've, I've, I found myself smiling to myself in the dark theater going, oh, I like this little couple. This is fun. And then um, there are some touching moments, and they were even more touching for me the second time. So it's my personal, of course, I'm biased. I am a wannabe actress. And I, I do love the whole go for your dreams, which is the overall theme of this. It's a love story, and it's a go for your artistic dreams, what happens kind of story. And So it is one of my personal favorites also of 2016. And I, well, I guess after 17 this. minutes of bonus material, <laughs> I give it a solid B plus. <laughs> oh, that's better than I thought you would do. Oh, no, no. Like I said, I think all the elements were there. It was fine. It was like kind of like how I said, I, I say in my Q&A on, again, the Beetlejuice Minute podcast Facebook group uh, that I Beetlejuice, think that's what we're here to talk about yeah, is oh. that that Big Fish, I think, is that, uh, is Tim Burton's best movie. I, Big Fish is brilliant. I think it's damn near perfect as a movie. But I still prefer Ed Wood just because Ed Wood actually just makes me so happy to watch it. Yeah. But I acknowledge that it is not as good of a movie as Big Fish because mm. gotcha. Big Fish is just amazeballs. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Tim Burton movie was actually Edward Scissorhands, yeah. but I didn't know if after analyzing something by minute by minute if I would hate it or not or love it more. Right. So that's why we didn't do the Edward Scissorhands minute. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to rewatch both of them. I think they're they're like neck and neck for my favorites. Which ones? Ed, Ed Wood and, and um, um, Big, Big Fish. Fish. That yeah. said, I have seen Ed Wood quite a few times. <laughs> I think Ed Wood's probably a little bit uh, better technically. I mean, in terms of just like structure filmmaking. and filmmaking. But I love Big Fish too. So yeah, it it's kind of like this year I ran into a similar thing with Kubo. Like Kubo mm. with the Laika movies. Uh, Kubo, I think, is their best-made movie. I think Kubo was one yeah. of the best movies this year. But I still prefer Paranorman mm. over Kubo, even though Kubo was definitely a better movie. But Paranorman, just, it just hit all those sweet spots for me. Yeah, yeah. So all of you Facebook fans who are listening to this bonus material... <laughs> 19 minutes. <laughs> 19 minutes of bonus material. Um, let us know if you think we should just do a regular movie uh, <laughs> review podcast because it sounds like we could uh, really fill up some time there, couldn't we? Yeah, I think, a... I think there was a thought of there might be blood eventually, but... <laughs> Y'all have an awesome day. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Okay, now we're going to stop. <laughs>